This is the Craft of Coaching podcast, where you'll learn about how to become a life coach with a strong skill set through understanding the craft of coaching. I'm Kate Swoboda, also known as Kate Courageous. As the director of a life coach training program called the Courageous Living Coach Certification Program, I'm passionate about the craft of coaching and how we evolve the skills and the industry. Learn more about our program at teamclcc.com, and here's today's episode. All right, I'm super excited about today's episode because I get to tackle a question that I know a lot of coaches in the Courageous Living Coach Certification have brought to our program after they've enrolled and they've started with us. And that question is, what do I tell my job? Because of course, theoretically, it takes time to build a business. You're in training. You've got other things going on. It's not usually a situation, except for a couple lucky few people, it's not usually a situation where someone just jumps into coaching and they immediately have a full dock of clients or they immediately have all the the cash saved up to be able to like take off a year or two in order to invest that time full-time into building their business. So there are other craft of coaching episodes that you might want to check out that are related to things like the time crunch. Um, There's an episode on how to be a coach and also be a mom. There are episodes on what it's really like to be a coach, kind of day in the life of, of being a coach. And those are great to check out when you're thinking about how do I, you know, build this business, but also do all the other things that I have going on in my life. Well, this question of, what do I tell my job or what do I tell my boss is a little bit of a different one. The reason it's a little bit of a different one is because usually the concern anyway, is that if you tell your boss or your job, people at your job, what it is that you're doing, that you're in a life coach training, that they will look at you and go, oh, this person's going to quit. Maybe we should look for someone else. I don't know. Do we want this person to be part of our team? How, what does this mean that this person is enrolling in this other, you know, training for this potentially different career? And I have a couple of different ideas for how you can handle the question of, of what to do, how to tell your job, how to tell your boss, or if you even want to, but I will just say this first. We have been doing the Courageous Living Coach certification since 2014. So it's, it's not a first year, you know? It's not a first time at the rodeo, as they say. And we have had a number of trainees tell their bosses or their jobs, oh yeah, I'm also in this life coach training program. And thus far, not one time have I ever heard of someone getting fired as a result of that. So I just want to put everybody's mind at ease a little bit here, right? Because I know that that's a fear. What if my boss or my job doesn't understand or they have a problem with it, but not one time has anyone's boss ever found out that they were taking part in our program and gone, you're fired. We don't want you around anymore, right? So there's that. Now, let's just play with the question of, do you even need to tell your job that you are planning to become a life coach in training to become a life coach? Or if you're someone who has already finalized your training and certification, um, if you're building a coaching business, do you need to even tell your job? My answer is frankly, no, it's, you know, it's certainly, it's your personal life. You're doing it on your own time. Obviously, if you are at the office holding calls during times when you're supposed to be working, 
that can be a little problematic for most employers, and I get that. But otherwise, how's it their business? I mean, realistically, how is it their business? It's not their business. It's yours. So A, there's the option of you don't have to tell them. Now, then people sometimes get a little bit worried because like, well, you know, I've got, you know, I want to talk about my business on Facebook. I want to talk about what I'm doing on social media because that's where family and friends of mine who know that I'm doing this coach training program or who know that I'm trying to grow my coaching business are hanging out and and they're curious about what I'm up to. And also I'm really excited about the work. And also I want to market myself. I want to find clients through social media. But maybe you're connected to your boss or couple coworkers just casually on Facebook. You know how that goes when those people who like you don't know very well find you on Facebook and there's that moment of kind of, hmm, do I accept that friend request? Because if I do, what will you get to see that I might not want you to see? So maybe you got a couple of people like that on your, you know, Facebook friends list or, you know, something like that. Well, you know, the next thing to consider is that you could, if you wanted to, always just tinker with your settings, your view settings. You could set it up so that the people who you don't want to see anything about your real personal life are tagged on Facebook as not getting access to that kind of stuff. That's always an option as well. But then there's this other option, which is that you completely and totally own the fact that you are a coach, that it is an aspect of who you are. And of course, you know, you're still showing up for your job and you're doing your thing. And if people know that you're doing coaching, you might get a couple questions. And what's an awesome way to handle the questions that come your way? Be prepared for them. So think about what it is that you would want to say. And to me, the best way to think about what it is that you would want to say to an employer or a coworker, if they were like, oh, so you're doing a coach training. Well, what does that mean for you working here? Best way to be prepared is to have an answer for that. And one of my favorite things to learn about people who have been through a program is how many times they were worried that their employer would be a little "Eh," about them being in coach training or deciding to become a coach. And instead, their employer went, oh, you know, our company has a program to reimburse for continuing education. And this might qualify as continuing education. Or, oh, so you have some some coaching skills now. You know, that could be really great for our team. I've been thinking for a while now about how we could get our team to communicate a little more effectively. Do you think you'd be open to coaching some of our employees? So it might really surprise you what ends up happening. I can I know of one situation where somebody who had joined the CLCC was like, I am done with my corporate job. I'm so over it. And once I get my certification, I am out of here. And she was not intending at all to tell her corporate employer that she was doing a coach training. Well, turns out she just ended up telling them. And as it turns out, there was a position for a kind of leadership development consultant within the company. And leadership development consultants do a lot of coaching work. 
Um, It's kind of an HR position where it's like you're onboarding and training employees, but you're mixing in some coaching skill set stuff like what are your what are your goals how do we set metrics for those goals what are the places where you get limited offering coaching around those places where people think they can't you know do more or go farther or where people get stuck and that kind of a position was available and so this person ended up not leaving the corporate job that she hated i mean she left technically the role but she made just a lateral move within the company to a different role one that fully utilized her coaching skill set. And she did that with the certification she received from Courageous Living Coach Certification. So um, it was very exciting for me because when I first started the CLCC, I just kind of assumed that everybody was going to become entrepreneurial coaches. And I did not predict the rise of actual salary job positions within um, companies that would utilize coaching. The other thing to consider is that unless you're actually out there marketing yourself, you really have no need to tell anyone right away. So, you know, for instance, I I keep using the example of of what coaches are doing in CLCC because that's uh, an example that I'm confronting all the time. We're talking about it pretty frequently. And, you know, while you're in training, there's actually no real reason for them to know that you're in training. You know, in our program, at least, a lot of people swap sessions with one another in order to accrue coaching hours and experience. Um, You know, you could put something out on Facebook or elsewhere. You could just send emails to family and friends saying, hey, everybody, I'm in a coach training program. I am wanting to work with a couple of low-cost clients for a pretty low hourly rate just to start getting my feet wet. If you know of anyone, send them my way. And you could do that on social media, certainly, and there's always the possibility that a coworker might see that. But if you really wanted to be on the DL, just sending out an email to some trusted people who you really know are going to be able to refer some people your way, but who aren't going to tell any coworkers, that's another option too. We also suggest to people that you find ways to, as we call it, cross-pollinate. People have gotten clients by putting up a little flyer or postcard at their yoga studio. People have gotten clients by putting up a flyer at Whole Foods, at coffee shops. And, you know, I think there's a way in which that sort of marketing or that sort of way of finding clients almost gets looked down upon, like, oh my God, like a flyer. It's like not sophisticated. And... um <laughs> You're the one bringing in the money for that client. So let people look down on that if they want to. Let people look down on that if they want to. You never know what kind of opportunities might arise. You know, we've had trainees in our program who have been yoga teachers or who have taught pure bar or who have done something athletic at their gym and they just start talking to people and they end up finding clients. Oh, what is it that you do? Well, you know, I'm an accountant um, at this, you know, local accounting firm, but I'm actually pretty excited. I'm in training to be a life coach and I've been taking on my first few clients. Oh, wow. You have been. What kind of life coaching do you do? What are you into? Maybe I could use a life coach. I bet you could use a life coach. Here's my info. (laughs) You know, it doesn't have to be the only way that you are able to find clients is if you learn this whole like super advanced, data-driven, frankly expensive way of marketing yourself. Plenty of people find clients 
just by being out in their lives and out in their worlds, being who they are. They talk about their passion for coaching when they attend an art class or when they are um, dropping their kids off at daycare. You know, I have had people from my, my daughter's school ask what it is that I do. The opportunities to connect with clients are everywhere. And I think that you really limit yourself if you think this, the capital S story, the only way that I'll ever find clients is if I'm posting about it on social media. And if I post about it on social media, my boss or my coworkers or my job might find out. So I can't post it about it on social media. Nope. You get to create this for yourself. And we have worked with a lot of different people, introverts, extroverts, people who felt really kind of like gung-ho, let's do this with marketing, people who were like, ugh, I think marketing, I think slickster used car salesman. We've worked with a lot of different people and every single one of them has found some way of marketing that works for them. So get out of the paradigm that there's a way you have to do it in order to be successful. Get out of the paradigm that telling your boss or if your coworkers know that it's automatically a bad thing, it might not be. And get out of the paradigm that there's this way that you have to show up that is dependent on social media. You know, the best marketing out there, frankly, is a really satisfied client because really satisfied clients talk to their friends about the stuff they're doing. I had a great session with my coach the other day. I felt really stuck. She was talking to me about X, Y, and Z, and I just felt like it opened up a whole new world for me. And then that friend listening goes, wow, that sounds amazing. Who's your coach? There are so many different ways to do this, and you don't have to tell your job what you're up to. And if you do, it's probably going to be okay. And in fact, if you do, there are even chances that new opportunities will open up for you. Now, I think that I would be remiss if I didn't address what I think is really underneath this hesitance to say, hey world, I'm a coach. It's actually something that we try to start addressing at the CLCC retreat weekend. We have a couple things that we say after people finish up what they're doing during some of the breakouts that we have to practice different coaching skills. The CLCC starts off with an in-person retreat. It's just one weekend. And then we move to a distance learning model thereafter. And at the retreat weekend, we give everybody lots of opportunities for short little breakouts that are like five to 15 minutes to practice different elements of the coaching skill set. And then we also give opportunities to do those first little practice coaching sessions. And it seems pretty unbelievable to most people when they first begin, but by the time you leave our retreat weekend, you will have done your first official coaching session. It's pretty great. Everybody's like, what? But everybody does it and they rock out. And we say a couple things to people over and over during the retreat weekend. One of them is watch what you make it mean. Always a good idea when you're learning something new. Don't make it mean that because you got stuck during a, a first try at a coaching session that you'll always be stuck. It's like, nah, you just got stuck for that moment. We also say it's all an experiment. Same reason. But the other thing that we say is, hell yeah, I'm a life coach because it's a new identity. When people, that's, that's the thing I'm trying to really get at here. Part of the reason that people have a hesitance to just say, 
to their coworkers, I'm in training to become a life coach. And that hesitance is different than just, oh, you know, I'm learning about uh, how to cook macrobiotic food, right? It's because it's a new identity. If I'm learning how to cook macrobiotic food, none of my coworkers assume that I am going to become a macrobiotic chef. But if I am training to become a coach, people might go, oh, you're actually going to become a coach. And that is uncomfortable for people. It's like, what? I mean, coaching, what to tell your job is just one piece. It's also like, what do I tell my family? What do I tell my friends for some people? And I think the answer is, you know, this is something that I'm really curious about, that I'm really passionate about. I'm learning a lot. And I also really like the fact that through coaching, I get an opportunity to learn more about the behavior of people, how we make or break habits, how we get stuck, and how we move through challenges. So you don't have to necessarily paint this picture for anybody of creating a coaching empire. You can just simply speak to your passion for the work, your excitement about the opportunities that are, that are available, and the fact that it's always fun to learn something new. In fact, that's something you could say. If people are like, really, you're doing a life coach training program? That's interesting. Aren't you only a few years from retirement? Just shrug your shoulders and say, yeah, but you know, I just love learning new things. And I think it's really great to work with people and have these rich conversations and explore what it means to be human. You don't have to say more than that. So I hope you're getting the essential, the essential point that you don't have to do anything and your whole identity doesn't have to change to, I am now a coach and this means that I'm somehow different. You can be the person you've always been and coaching just becomes an additional tool that is in the toolbox of your life. At least that's all coworkers need to know. Behind the scenes, between you and me here on the Craft of Coaching podcast and uh, all the things that we talk about around here, I know that you're a coach. I know that you're wild about it. I know that you are like, when is the day that this gets to be my like full-time gig? And the more that you can step into that identity of, yeah, I claim this. I am a coach. This is also a thing that is a part of me, a part of who I am. The easier it will be to say that to clients, the easier it will be to market yourself, the easier it will be to really step into the arena. And it's like, this is who I am. This is my one precious life, and I'm so lit up by this work, so I'm going to follow it there. That's the opportunity that's there for you to step into. All right, that's today's episode. Learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com. That's teamclcc.com. We are at this moment opening up registration for our next year of training. So check out the website. You can get our catalog that has all the information about all the stuff that's included, including, by the way, this retreat that I mentioned. It's included as part of the program. Pretty exciting. You can learn more about me, Kate Swoboda, by heading to yourcourageouslife.com. You can find me on Instagram as Kate Courageous, and you can find my book, The Courage Habit, at Barnes & Noble, your local bookseller, and of course, on Amazon. Also available on Amazon that you might be interested in is my book about coaching. 
It's called The Gift of Coaching. To find it on Amazon, search for Gift of Coaching Kate Swoboda. Swoboda is spelled S as in Sam, W-O, B as in boy, O, D as in Danny, A. All right. Thanks so much for being here today. Loved having you listen.